This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Monday the 31st of May. Good afternoon, I'm Kira Revens with Red FM's news podcast. A Cork historian and councillor is questioning whether the historic Sexton pub needed to be knocked. It's after developers JCD Group announced they're to scrap plans for 200 apartments on the Albert Quay site in the city as they're not financially viable. Planning permission for the bill to rent apartments was granted in February 2020 and the Sexton was demolished last August. The developers now intend to build a 16-storey office block on the site in the car park of Kerry's Tool Hire. Cork City historian and councillor Kieran McCarthy told Red FM News he's disappointed with the decision. I just think this sets a terrible precedent for the city's historic buildings. I will be writing to a group on all on this, on this one. There must be accountability for all involved. I mean, planning permission was given to take down the sextant under a, an approval by a board planola from a strategic housing scheme. But now the developer is jumping onto a new plan that needs to be passed by Cork City Council. So yeah, the question needs to be asked, did the sextant bar really need to be knocked? An investigation is underway into an alleged sexual assault at a beach in West Cork. The incident is said to have happened in the early hours of Saturday morning at Alahi's Beach. Gardaí have confirmed to Red FM News that no arrests have yet been made and investigations are ongoing. Robin Schiller, reporter with the Irish Independent, says officers believe the incident may have happened near a public toilet. Investigations are ongoing into that sexual assault in West Cork over the weekend. Now, the incident happened on the Alahi's Beach sometime after 11 o'clock on Friday evening and in the early hours of Saturday morning. The Guardian investigating reports that a young woman in her late teens was assaulted near a public toilet on the beach. That would be a popular enough spot locally and well attended by people on a Friday. So Gardy are anxious that anyone who has information or any witnesses may contact them at Bantry Guard Station. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. I'm Rory on Sport and Cork's footballers will face a relegation playoff in Division 2 of the Alliance Football League. That's despite beating Clare by a single point yesterday in Ennis. Clare's superior scoring difference means that the banner go into the promotion playoff instead. Cork will face Westmeath in the relegation playoff on Sunday week. And Westmeath boss Jack Cooney says it's going to be a tough game against the Rebels. Oh, it's not going to be easy, but like um, our starting point now is where we finish the game today. You know, bring that energy and that effort. I thought it was that's that's where we'll work on that now over the next couple of weeks. There was always going to be a relegation semi-final, you know, following the second game. So it was just a matter of who it was, and we just have to get our heads around it now. In tennis, defending champion Iga Swiatek of Poland takes on Kaya Yuvan in the first round of the French Open today. Elsewhere, world number six Bianca Andreescu takes on the Slovenian Tamara Zidansek this afternoon, while the Americans Sofia Kennan and Serena Williams also get their campaigns underway today. In the men's singles draw, Daniil Medvedev and Roger Federer will be on court later on today. In football, the upcoming Copa America will no longer be played in Argentina due to a surge in COVID-19 cases. The South American tournament, which is due to start in less than two weeks, was set to be held in Colombia and Argentina, but Colombia was removed as co-host last week and made political unrest in the country. Organisers say that several nations have offered themselves as potential hosts. And the League 2 playoff final takes place today at Wembley. Morecambe and Newport go head-to-head. Kickoff is at three. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. Everybody really wants to know, when will we get to go on holidays and what will we have to do to get there? So to try and simplify that, let's talk to an expert, the editor of Aaron Travel Magazine, Owen Corrie. Good morning, Owen. Good morning, Nick. When you look at the gatherings in our major cities, uh, you know, near takeaway pubs that are operating with takeaway facilities, you can see almost psychologically... Uh, we're behind other countries, it would seem, when it, when it comes to reopening. Uh, I know that Spain, Spain is going to open up on the 7th of June. Uh, but, you know, 
for instance, last week, uh, the Brit Awards were held in London. 4,000 people didn't socially distance. They didn't wear a mask. And here you have the situation where uh, an expectant couple can't be together for a scan. It looks as though we're way behind everywhere else. Very simple solution. I think you put your finger on it. We are. We have lots of places for people to enjoy themselves in a controlled environment. People uh, that uh, are places that are used to serving alcohol and managing all the complications that come. They're called pubs. We have seven thousand of them. Uh, if they had been open this weekend with social distancing and all the requirements that are there, we wouldn't have that outcry, that outrage uh, all over our papers this morning, all over social media over the weekend. Uh, I think we we do we're creating extra obstacles for ourselves as we reopen. When um, everything in Portugal is open, apart from the nightclubs, Greece is open. I was in Spain; they were going through the phases, and uh, different regions were opening pubs at different levels. Um, they're very careful. They've uh, social distancing and the uh, requirement of wearing a mask outdoors dining, apart from the actual time that you're dining, was there. Okay, let's look at the people who are looking on the websites, looking at the airlines' websites and saying, will I book, won't I book? Will I be safe? Will my money be safe? Uh, will I have to push it to next year? What will I have to do to get on a plane? Will I have to get an antigen test? Will I have to have a PCR? Will I have to be double vaccinated? Will I have to have the green certificate? What would you advise people now with uh, Spain opening on June 7th? Portugal and Greece are already open. Everything is open in Portugal except the nightclubs. What would you advise for people who are looking at family holidays, say, in the coming months? Keep uh, those, all those factors, those two main factors that you outlined there, Mick. Uh, am I going to be safe? Am I going to be keeping my uh, family and neighbours safe when uh, both out there quit our return? And also, is my money going to be safe? There are the considerations. Remember, it's illegal. Uh, not, non-essential travel is illegal, effectively illegal in Ireland um, until uh, July the 19th. So don't do anything to uh, go against public health policy. After that, what we'll be looking at is the experience when we get out there. Is it going to merit a holiday? And the experience of getting there, is it going to be uncomfortable or expensive? Now, we're getting a clearer picture with every 48-hour period of how that's looking. We know that the countries we're going to are going to have all sorts of regulations because, uh, you know, what we went through in January, Portugal went through in February, their rates went even higher than ours, but now they're back down to below half of ours. So uh, they're managing it all very well. So they're not going to do anything silly. So we will see socially distanced areas and beaches, uh, the use of pools, regulated capacity in restaurants, capacity in bars and it's it, it's uh, it is working and as I say um, you know we, we'll have we have about a six week lead in watching all of this and to how other people react because once the figures start going the wrong direction uh, nobody wants to go back to where they were 